Hey, what's up, guys? This is Jordan Anderson, and welcome to the audio podcast. I've converted my vlogs into sound for your convenience and your enjoyment. Hey, what's up, guys? Jordan Anderson here from Valley Films, and on this episode, we're going to continue our... Keep that monitor on. Hey, what's up, guys? Jordan Anderson here from Valley Films, and on this episode, we're going to continue our little series about starting your video production company. Okay. So, the previous videos, we now understand why you need to start a video production company. We understand how to start a video production company. But now that we have the team set up, we have the business set up, uh, now it's actually time to start generating business. It's now to start, start to like work with clients, making some money. Um, but how, how do we get there? How do you get people to pay you to make a video for them? Well, uh, the thing about money and in business, uh, people kind of like to keep money and they don't like to take a risk with their money, especially on your ass who they don't even know. They, uh, you know, How can they trust that you are going to be a good videographer? How can they even know that you can make a good video? That's going to be the initial hurdle you're going to have to figure out how to get over. Uh, and let me kind of give you some tips on how to get over that hurdle. So most businesses do not trust a potential videographer or video production company if they don't have any previous work. It's, some, you know, it's like any job search. They want to see your resume. They want to see what you've done in the past uh, so they can kind of get an idea of what they're getting into, who they're working with, and sort of understanding what your capabilities are. They are trying to work with you, hire you, and take as little risk as possible financially. This is what you need to do in the first 100 days of your video production company. I'm coming from experience and some of it has worked, some of it has not. A lot of this whole running a video production company is trial and error and you're going to learn that pretty quickly. The first thing you're going to need, and it's going to be pretty obvious, is that you need a portfolio. You need some kind of demo reel to show clients that you're one capable of doing it and that you've done it before. So with getting a portfolio, a lot of it, it at first is going to be doing a lot of free work. It's going to be doing a lot of passion projects. It's going to be doing a lot of things that have quick turnaround time, but they're going to kind of but they're going to be able to kind of show off your work. And also, you need to work on projects in for that portfolio that's going to expand your repertoire. That's going to expand your experience. Clients will ask for previous clients, but if you don't have any previous clients, you can at least show them that you're capable of doing the vision that they want for their video. So when you're trying to build a portfolio, the best place to start is with family and friends. If your dad, mom, aunt, uncle, grandpa, grandma, they own some kind of business or shop, uh, go in, see if they're cool with you doing like a free commercial or some kind of, you know, something that, again, expands your experience and expands your repertoire. When I was first getting into wedding videography, I actually filmed my aunt and uncle's wedding. That was the first wedding that I ever filmed. I did it all by myself. And and to future clients, to future brides and grooms, I was able to show them that I had done a wedding and that's what booked my second wedding. And then once I had that second wedding, I was able to book the third, the fourth, and the fifth. And I would not have had that break without shooting that first wedding for, it was for the family, you know, it was a family discount, let's just say. But I was able to do it, I was able to get the experience, and I was able to leverage that experience for future clients. So this kind of gets into another thing once you've kind of tapped into all your family and friends, is to do a little bit of spec work or free work 
or even like reduced rate work. Now I don't, I don't want to be held responsible for this, but spec work takes a lot of time, a lot of investment, and it has the potential of not paying off. So I've done spec work projects where you make sort of a mock commercial and then you kind of pitch it to a client and you say, this is what I did, you know, this is kind of what I was thinking, what do you think about this project and would you want to go forward with it? Sometimes it doesn't work, sometimes it's just not in the budget for them to do it and that can happen. You could do like a do like a fake beer commercial and then pitch it to a local brewery that you want to make them a beer commercial and you know you're able to kind of show them what you're capable of and if they say no, well now you have a beer commercial demo reel. Yeah, so doing a little bit of spec work, it's a lot of risk and it's a lot of time invested and it may be even time lost. Uh, but it's not it's not usually all for naught. You're able to kind of learn from that experience and you're also able to kind of pad your resume, pad your demo reel with these sort of mock commercials. Now there, now I can already feel it coming. There's gonna be some arguments in the comments that doing free work or doing spec work sort of muddles the industry, it muddles the economy, and it also makes you look less valuable. And I kind of agree with that. If you're offering to do something for free and you do it for them and they love it and then you go to the next project and then you wanna charge double or triple which it may not be double or triple, it may just be your normal rate, then the client is like, what the hell's going on here? You you did it for free that time, and now you want to charge thousands of dollars for this? No, no, I'm not, I'm not up for that. So probably like happy medium of that is to do reduced rate. So, you know, maybe do like 30% of what you would normally charge to the client and be a little bit explicit that you're giving them a reduced rate uh, just so that the next time you go to send them a quote, that they're not freaking out that the price is so high. The first video you did for me was $250 and now this video is gonna be $1,000. There, there's gonna be a disconnect there and usually leads to a little bit of bad communication and may even cost you the gig. And to the point about muddling the economy, I'm talking about muddling the video production economy in your area. So if you're the guy who's doing free videos, if you're the guy doing really cheap, reduced videos, then the higher up guys, the middle grade guys have to sort of bring down their prices uh, and it just kind of it, it, it kind of dilutes the economy where everyone's now having to lower their prices just to compete and some companies cannot compete at lower prices. I've seen that happen here in this area. Uh, there was one company that was doing a lot of free videos and it was like they were just kind of doing it for fun and everybody else here in the in the community was doing it to make money to run their business and it was it was kind of muddling it a little bit uh the same thing can happen in the wedding videography industry where a new guy can just start really low and really cheap and then the client the brides they expect that cheap price and then they go to these high end guys and they say well, he's doing it for this much and you're doing it for this much. Can you come down to his price? Oftentimes, that's not possible. So a final thought about building your portfolio, doing this free work, doing this spec work, doing this reduced rate work. You want to do it as fast as possible and start raising your prices gradually and consistently. You don't want to spend an entire year doing free videos, doing cheap videos. You want to 
get your resume as fast as possible, build the demo reel, build your portfolio, and then start charging as fast as possible. You don't want to you don't want to start to market yourself as the cheap guy. You don't want to start to market yourself as the free video guy. You want to make it very clear that you're doing this for a short amount of time, three months, four months, pretty much, and get as much as you can in those three to four months. And then after that, raise your prices constantly and consistently. The way we got started the first few months, we did a few free projects. This will go into my next point, which is to start establishing contacts with local businesses in your area. So the first few months in, we we connected with some local businesses and we offered to do a video for them for free. It was a it was like an outdoor event and we said we would come in, film the event, make a highlights video for them for their marketing and that they could have it for free. Uh, they loved it. It was probably their most popular video they had, and it was a way to connect with businesses. It was a way to get your work out there, and also a way to kind of, you know, you're showing other businesses that you're connected with these other businesses. So let me just kind of go over what I've, everything that I've just said, just going to keep it nice and concise. Clients will not usually hire people who do not have a portfolio. They are taking a risk on you, and they want to mitigate that risk as much as possible. Number two would be start with family and friends as your first gigs. They, you know, whether they own local businesses, it's a wedding, and then even ask them like, who do they know? Who can they connect you with? And then that usually leads to some more business after that. The third one is doing free work, spec work, and reduced rate work. It is a risk, but it has to be done sometimes to, in order to build that demo reel. But once you do it, you need to stop doing it as quickly as possible. And the final thing to do is just start building your network with local businesses and start just kind of building those connections throughout the year. It's a good way to wrap up the week. Nice, solid video. So I want to thank you all for watching. If I wasn't clear on something or if you still have questions, send me a message on Twitter. Leave a comment here below. I usually almost immediately answer it. Almost immediately. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks so much for listening. And be sure to subscribe so you can catch the next episode when it comes out. And if you haven't already, head over to YouTube and check these vlogs out for yourself. Thanks.